This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Looking forward to this uh, survivor conversation. A lot of different theories uh, coming up in a few minutes. What's happening with Surviv- with Circus Survivor? Only a few people left. Most of the survivors that I know are getting chopped up this week. So we'll get to that in just a moment. Joe Ostrowski, Aaron Hawksworth, BetQL Daily. Our executive producer, Paul Aspen here. And Paul dug up some interesting numbers, and uh, we were cut off by the break. But I want to make sure that that we share it because it's something that could be actionable in the future, maybe useful when you think about where the key numbers are in the NFL. Uh, Paul, why why don't you go back to where we left off? So uh, for people that may have missed that, you don't miss out on any of that. Sure. So this is over on covers.com. Basically, the margin of victory in the NFL since 2015 when they moved the extra point back. So obviously teams are trying, you know, kicking the extra point a little bit less, opting to go for two more often. Um, and also, we've uh, what was it, week three or four, sometime early in the season, there was just missed extra point after mixed, missed extra point. So missed extra points are a thing as well. So five, can I, talking can I interrupt about, for a second? Yeah. This yep. is 2015 through? Uh, last year. It does not look at, like it's through any of this year. So okay, through 2020. 2020. Yeah. Okay, cool. So those six, six season sample size. And I feel like, I mean, without having any hard numbers in front of me, like the two point and aggressiveness is just, and you know, skipping field goals has become even more of a thing this year. Um, so there is based on this article, 2.54% increase in six and eight point games since that extra point rule change in 2015. So six and eight are becoming more of key numbers. Seven and three, still king. Ten and fourteen, if you're going to two possession games, still most likely there. Um, and then the one we were talking about as we were heading to break is a 1.31 percent increase in five point games. We kind of talked through real quick, but the scenario of a team going up by five and wanting to go for two to make it a seven point game, they don't get the two point conversion. It lands on five, or a team yeah. down by seven, down by one, I guess scoring a touchdown um, and wanting to go up by seven. Yeah. So they go up by five and wanting to go for two and then they don't get it lands on five again. So that six, eight, five more like three and seven, again, still King, but six, eight, five definitely seen an, an uptick a little bit. So we're seeing uptick in every number, but three and seven, right? For the most part. So those other numbers. So yeah, so let's see. So three is actually a little bit down. So it's down. Uh, not yeah. quite a full percentage point. And then seven is actually slightly up, like 0.3%. I'm going to see. I'm interested in this. I want to – it's going to take too long. But I, I want to go through this season and see where we're at. Because this year we're seeing more two-point attempts, 
fewer field goals than ever before. I'm curious how it's changed this season. I'm sure three and seven are still key, but I I, I would bet that they're down even more than they were um, in that range of 2015 to 2020. Yeah, and I also with like two, for example, is up, you know, almost half a percentage point. I mean, you think about teasers, like seven and a half or eight and a half. Like I think it was what week one was it the Cowboys. I don't know. There have been multiple times where, you know, if you let the number move past that, I that I feel like this year, where if you let it get to eight and a half and it lands on two, so you've got the two and a half, you'll lose the teaser. But if you got inside of two, so two is looking like, again, up half a percentage point over the last six years. That's interesting. Yeah. So, yeah. And five significantly up. And that's always been considered between the three and the seven, that dead zone until you get to six or even down to four, that five is like, who cares about the five? And you're saying you should care about the five a little bit. Yeah. Based on this article. Yeah. Looks wow. Like it. It's interesting. The old yeah. way of thinking, uh, maybe we have to make some adjustments as coaches have changed their, their, their uh, strategies. They've made their adjustments. We have to as betters. That's how it's always changing. Interesting. Just don't tell the NFL today. They'll probably <laughs> clouds. Yes. But yeah. Yeah, they argue against it, but we see what's happening in the league. Oh, I trust the coaches. Well, if you trust the coaches, then you're for it. You're for the what's been happening in the league, right? Um, I, no, I thought that was definitely worth bringing back because that's some um, uh, useful stuff. Because instead of always talking about the three and the seven, we should be paying more attention to the secondary key numbers and which ones are those secondary key numbers. Every number matters. So the, the old line of uh, get the best of the number, it matters now more than ever before because every little edge, every little extra point, two-point conversion uh, is coming into play here. All right, good stuff. Let's talk uh, about Survivor. And everybody that I've reached out to, as people that listen to the show on a regular basis, they know I'm in a number of Survivor pools. It's not just the one that I'm in. And all the ones that I've talked to outside of circus sports are going through a chop right now. And that means, okay, because of the Chargers, they were the most popular team last week. Most people did not use them. Biggest point spread. So naturally, people that had them, they used them last week. It made some sense. I'm still mad at myself a little bit, especially when I started thinking more about Bosa being out in the center, Lindsley. But whatever, we'll get over it. It's going to be a little therapy, but we'll get over it eventually. The it's uh, <laughs> So now most pots pools that i've talked to mine was down to two uh others i've spoken with they're down to three or four the circle one is down to five after starting with four thousand in 80 entries down to five uh i just got the email just checked it the decision in the, the with the two survivors of my pool is they decided to have an even split that's what they decided to do other pools handle it differently there are different rules for everyone some chop a, a small portion and they play on for a bigger pot. So they make sure that they make some money out of the deal, but there's still a lot on the line and some chop for the majority of it. And they just play for a little bit <clears throat> at the end. Um, mine, the option was you do the even split or do you want to play on? What do you want to do? I've been in situations in the past where it was a massive pain, just people fighting about, yes or no and and it's got to be unanimous stuff like that so i just 
I just came up with, listen, it's going to be an even split or your plan. You you guys decide it's got to be a unanimous vote. That so, seems fair to me. That way yeah, you're eliminating the complications and the drama. Yeah, yeah. That I'm like, listen, I just... I set the payout to the beginning of the season. This is what I set it at. Do you want to do that? Or you do, I, I give you the option of doing the even split. If you're in Circa, you can't do that. You, you don't have that option. So I, I feel like it's, it's fair enough. Some people would disagree with me, but that's fine. Um, it's kind of like would, the cash out option. Exactly. Some well, places you got, don't let you cash out. That's true. And you, you got this far, and your entry is worth a ton. So the five left in Circa, circa Million each of their entries are worth over a million dollars. So what are you going to do? You can't do an even split in that one or, or any sort of a split because that's a different scenario. I want to ask you guys, though, if you were one of two left and it's a significant amount of money, would you do the even split or would you play on knowing that if you do, are the quote loser, you're still going to get a significant amount of money? In my pool, for example, it's significant, but it is half the amount of money you would have got if you would have won. Aaron, what would you do? I would probably just do the split because the split. So if you play on and lose, do you make like half of the split or nothing? No, it's not half of the split. It's just it's half much of less what than the winners the... what the winners going to get. It's a lot of money. It's it's about a quarter of the pot. A quarter of the entire. So you pot. got two games left, two guys left, or people left. <laughs> Shouldn't assume these I th are men I don't here. know. I don't know <laughs> exactly. It's of all two people. survivors. Of all people. <laughs> <laughs> I okay. Can you explain it one more time? So it it's almost double than the split if you win, but it's still significant if you lose. It's um. I'm trying to explain this. A quarter. I mean, of let's it. see. You you, ba you basically up your base. If you take the split, then you up your second place prize by what forty percent, at about forty percent onto it. Yeah, I'm split. Yeah, the, this yeah. this is right down the middle between right. where the first place prize and the second place prize is. Okay. Okay. And yeah. the second place prize, there's no shame in that. It's it's pretty good. Like you could do something really nice to your house with that second place prize. Same thing with the first place prize. So, yeah. So what what would you do? Would you play on split or go right down the middle? Based on you know everything involved with this one in particular, I would also lean towards the split, just because like the the second place prize, it's nice. Like it's, it's not really gonna, you're, but it would almost feel like a loss. If no, the split is on the table. Not what's a hit your account. Really? Fair. That's fair. No, <laughs> you're right. You're right. I just feel Considering like... Considering what you played in at, then, yeah, it wouldn't yeah. be sad. But knowing what you could have had, mentally, that's hard to let go of. I just you feel know? like coming coming up from the bottom, of com coming up from second to the split washes out the you know FOMO potential of coming down from first place to the split. Let me if put that it this makes way. sense. Um, the buy-in for this one, first place is 300x your buy-in. Second place is 150x. Both and really if you good. cash out, you're around what 200. Um, yeah, yeah, close enough. Yeah, somewhere around there. It's 225x. 
Yeah. <laughs> Did Joe G win any money in your survival? Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, have FOMO. I, I, I have FOMO now listening to this. I'm, what I'm would you do, Joe? I mean, you just, you know, came up a little short like the week before. Sorry. Yeah. But like, yeah. I, it's the gambler in me. I would play on because that second place prize is good. It's really good. It's not like it's zero with some other. You do have a, you have a parachute. Yeah. Yeah. Like this is the worst case scenario. I'm getting what I say, 150 X my buy-in for, for yeah. one spot. I feel good about that. And it would be a gut punch, but just that upside is so good, and I could double that. I I I would play on. So let me ask you this. But um, I'd also feel horrible if the other person really wanted to split. Right, right. I think that how, that how, goes. What into if it they well. both like tie? If they disagree. The if yeah. they tie, it, w- it would be a split. They split the it'd be split anyway. So you could be splitting either way. So there's yeah. two weeks left. Did you look at who each guy has left? Does anyone have a significant advantage? I can tell you uh, in, in one quick second. Yeah, because I feel like that, again, if someone's like, See, hey, we- man, let's just split, blah, 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 blah. But you've got like a decided advantage in the teams left, which, again, we saw what happened last week. Do you get to happen. see who everyone picks or it's anonymous? Like you don't get to see who people pick? After the yeah, game you starts, you get check. to see it. Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. So you so you can see the, who the they picked all The two survivors kind of may know who's got who left right now. Right. Correct. Correct. So if I go under pick availability here, here it is. Let me just pull up this week's slate too to see the best options. I mean, that's see the problem is week seventeen. What's a good option? I don't know. Right. You, you have to see which Jets. teams are playing for well, something. Everyone's yeah. used the Bucks probably. Yeah, Bucks are gone. Chiefs, Packers, Bears. Cowboys, they're all gone. Rams. Eagles. A lot of people probably use them too, but I like the Eagles to beat the football team. No, they they no. The Eagles, they're available for both teams. They were available for everybody that was alive last week too, all seven. And yeah. nobody used the them. The Niners? Are the Niners available? No. Seahawks? Even though I like the lines in that spot, but if it's Tim Boyle, Seahawks are available for both. That's the thing. Like I don't. It doesn't sound like anyone has a massive edge. The the only ones where um, teams that are available to one of them, I'll go over the the quote good teams. One has the Browns. One has the Titans. Mm, I don't know if you count the Dolphins as a good team. I mean, not getting three and a half. You're never going to play them this this week. You know, what are you using them this week or next week as dogs? Who do they play so, next week? The Patriots. Oof. So Browns That's and Titans. Scary. Is it Browns and Titans? I don't trust the Titans. Wow. One guy, one person has those guys. Oh, I'd save Titans for the last have. week when Derrick Henry comes back. That's probably the move. But they don't have anything to play for, potentially. Okay, so one person has the Browns, the other person has the Titans available. Split. Ah, I'm all right with splitting. (laughs) Based on on the cards in 
we've been now dealt. it makes sense yeah. why they split and weren't fighting because and yeah and one one of the two that is left save the packers for last week they waited a long time and that was a great move to just throw that card they didn't have to worry about it it was a saturday game got it out of the way and they were good to go I, I think I think that's interesting because we'd get a lot of different answers that I'm sure some of our listeners feel very different of, about this scenario. Joe Ostrowski, Aaron Hawksworth, this is BetQL Daily. Also hearing from our EP Paul Aspen there. Coming up next, we'll check in with our friend Simon Hunter. His best bets, week 17 in the NFL. He's of the Action Network. That is next. BetQL Daily presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.